My name is Jerry, and as always, I am joined by the ever-quotable Jay. Evil wakes in vengeance. Be careful what you choose. I chose soy sauce? Is that an <laughs> option? I don't know. And it's, Well, when you put it on rice, yeah, it's, oh, good. Okay. it's a good option. And the Silent Hill biker himself, Kenneth. Soy sauce is salty. <laughs> I've got something else salty for you. And speaking of uh, salty things, we have a special guest with us joining us, and that would be Reese. Hi, everyone. Yay, Yay. Reese. <laughs> Yay. And today we are going to be tackling Silent Hill from 2006. But before we get into that, Jay, how you been? Oh, I've been pretty good, actually. Uh, work has calmed down. We're training new people, so that makes me happy. I am glad to hear that. Kenneth, what you been up to? Uh, well, I shot my bow today enough to where I can almost not lift my arm from shooting it so many times. And I uh, put together my first arrow, which I'm really, really proud of. And then I did another one not too long after that. So, yeah. Question. Was it your yeah. jack-off arm? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. It was my, Smart man. It was my bow arm, which is my, my left arm, the one you hold the bow with, my shoulder up on the top from having to push against it so many times. Follow-up question. Yes. Do your arrows have explosive arrowheads Rambo style? No, they do not, but Ugh, you can purchase those. <laughs> wink, wink. Are you Hawkeye? <laughs> no, no. No, I sent y'all a picture of what my target looked like. Does that look like Hawkeye target? It you depends. Know? Were you aiming for those spots? <laughs> no. I was trying to hit the center. Oh, oh okay. Lose. Fair enough. Oh, yeah, I'm three months in, and uh, I'm doing a lot better than I did. If y'all saw that, and if you can imagine that being better than when I started, hooray! You've got it in the circle. The person would surely be dead. Exactly. <laughs> that's that, that's what I'm going for. All right, then. And Reese, what have you been up to? Oh, I've been just working and not fighting, uh, firing arrows, and being exciting. I've been going bar hopping <laughs> and drinking the past three days. <laughs> <That's exciting. laughs> fair enough i have not been drinking the past three days um but i do have some announcements i am no longer on the married with children podcast so i'll Aww. be i'll be putting even more time into kill the cast now and uh kill as the cast before yeah as if i didn't before now i have even more time to make you motherfuckers do shit um, that shit now my job just got even easier as if i did a whole lot to begin with <laughs> fair enough uh other than that uh so some people might have noticed horophilia went down there was some issues with the servers and um i don't know how much i'm gonna say but i will say this kill the cast will be on its own f feed from podbean again and hopefully we will not lose our itunes uh jason horophilia says he should be able to help us with that so keep an eye out on that. We'll give you more information as it happens, unless you're listening to this like six months from now, and then none of that matters. Yeah. And other than that, have I been doing anything? I do not think I've been doing anything. I watched a bunch of uh, Dario Argento uh, Giallo films, so there's that. Yay. <laughs> um, I finally got around to watching Justice League. I'm going to watch that this week. I, I my, uh, my, my stepdad bought a digital code for it, or bought the Blu-ray and gave me the digital code. Oh, and I could have gave you the digital code. I didn't even think about it. Oh, yeah. God damn it. I then, rented that. 
Fuck. You guys got to ask me on just on Tuesday. Just message me and say, "What'd you buy uh-huh. today, Jay? Oh, did I you buy three that. billboards by any chance? I need the digital. No, code for that. I need uh-huh. to buy that though. I did. I, on the totally. I, I really want to know whenever y'all got it because I really want to watch it. Yeah, it's I bought a uh, Shape of Water today, so I'll have the digital code for that up here shortly. I don't know if I'm interested in fish sex. Sweet. What? You don't see any fish sex apparently. That makes me upset. <laughs> there was some guy on Amazon. Fish sex. There was some guy on Amazon who was super pissed dick. about it. <laughs> so yeah, um, you put I it like on Del Toro. There. I just don't know if an Abe Sapien standalone film is uh, entertaining. To I think it's going to be a really good one-time watch. You know, where you look at it and go, "Oh man, it's so beautiful and so artful." But I don't think you're going to be, you know, watching it once a year like you. That's you, how I feel about the Revenge trilogy. The what are you talking about the old boy trilogy? Oh yeah, the vengeance, vengeance. Yeah, the vengeance trilogy. Uh, I can watch old boy. Old Um, boy is the only one out of those three that I can watch over and over. I actually have not seen Sympathy for Mrs. Vengeance, and Reese gives me shit about it all the time. Lady Vengeance, it's amazing. Yeah, well, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance was mediocre. Oh, you want something to really piss you off, Reese? The only movie that I know what they're talking about is Old Boy. Oh, I'm so disappointed in you. Hey, that's what phones are for. You send me links or what the names of these things are, and I will watch them. Tisk, tisk, tisk. All right. Well, um, I don't think we have any other house cleaning to get to. So, with that said, I guess we're getting straight into the movie this time. Um, yeah, we got to figure out another way to do a a fight thing. Yeah, we'll have more fighting. Um, I'll punch Jay in the face. <laughs> can i That's fight with nice. barbed wire oh, oh all right Alyssa. only if it's wrapped around your uh, hands that are also yeah. wrapped in fight tape and your john claude van damme <laughs> deal john is that claude all she's van gonna be god wearing damn. Uh, just barbed wire just barbed wire <laughs> oh sounds, my god that'd be so fucking, fucking hot so painful what are you paying no we can Anderson? get like stage barbed wire no we're talking about the actual. I was talking about the actual barbed wire too. It's Pamela Anderson. <laughs> what do you mean? What? What do you? I don't. I don't. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into. I'm tired. Silent Hill from 2006, based off the Konami video game franchise. <laughs> yeah, one of the best Konami video game franchises, next to Metal Gear Solid. Completely agree. Uh, timeout. Uh. First of all, the greatest Konami series of all time is Castlevania. Okay. Uh, I said one of the greatest. Yeah, you said next to fucking Metal Gear. Yep. So Dude, don't get me wrong. I love Castlevania. Castlevania. Don't get me wrong. I love Castlevania, but Silent Hill takes a cake. No, Metal Gear, Metal Gear loses, and Castlevania is the best. Period. Or how about that DDR? Yeah. You know what? God damn it. You're off the show. You're kicked off. Oh, Jesus. So, anyway, now, I know the least about Silent Hill out of all four of us, so I'm mostly going to be asking y'all questions for y'all to inform me, but first I gotta take it to the biggest Silent Hill fan I know, uh, my cat. <laughs> no? Oh, never mind, he's just licking his balls. Oh, you're so dumb. Uh, it, <laughs> Kenneth, tell what? us, tell, tell us why you love Silent Hill, not just the movie, but the video games all up. Tell, like, explain your love for this. It's uh, the biggest thing above all anything else is the fucking atmosphere, man. I mean, the atmosphere of these games is fucking amazing. 
And the movie captured it so well that that's the reason why I like the movie so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the atmosphere is the greatest thing. I mean, it's got that it it's got that scary but unnerving atmosphere. It's not like it's not like Resident Evil, where in Resident Evil, you know, you got your it's slow. The first Resident Evil game, it's kind of slow and it moves along and it's quiet. Yeah, but it doesn't have it doesn't have the eerie feeling that Silent Hill has. Silent Hill has that very eerie unnerving makes you feel weird under your skin because of where you are kind of thing. And that's the reason why I like it so much. It's, it's, it's one of those things where I genuinely feel not just, not just frightened when I play the games, but unusual. Like it'd be like being in one of those situations where you're, you're out walking somewhere and and you're like in an inner city or something like that. And you can feel that you're being watched that kind of eeriness. That is what Silent Hill does for me. Oh, yeah. And that's the reason why I like it so much. Okay, fair enough. Now, did you play the games as they had came out, or did you play them later in life? Or The first time that I played the first game was when, I was in, uh, when it came out, and a friend of mine had suggested it to me. And I played it the first time, and I didn't... Because I, because of where I was in my life, I didn't have the mindset that I needed for the game. So I actually, I'll be one hundred percent honest. I kind of put it to the wayside. I was like, eh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, at that time period, I was all into metal and doing drugs and, you know, fucking anything that could walk. So I really, I really didn't get hardcore into it. And then later on, uh, when I had some terrible shit going on in my life it really appealed to me a lot more then because I attributed my, it, it's almost like taking what's going on in your life and putting it in, in, in full motion into something that you can see visualized in front of you. And that's the reason why I kind of grasped a hold of it when I played it later on. And then after that, uh, other, other two and three, I think were out at the time and I ran through all three of them. All right, fair enough. Uh, Jay, what's what's your uh, story with Silent Hill? Um, so the first one that I actually sat down and played, like played played, was the third one, which is a direct sequel to the first one. <laughs> um, I had seen somebody play some of the first one. I'd seen someone play some of the second one, but I wasn't into. I wasn't crazy into like survival horror. Uh, puzzle games at the time when they were originally released. I don't actually, I don't think I had, I didn't have a PlayStation one when it was the height of its popularity either. So I didn't, uh, I just didn't get into those games then, but after playing the third one, I went back and found the other ones and played them. So yeah, it's, and pretty much just, I'm just going to end up echoing everything that, that Ken said, as far as what you like about them, because it's, they had, way more tension and way more creepier of atmosphere than the Resident Evil games did for me. And so they stood out in that way. And the creature design was better, in my opinion. Gotcha. All right, Reese, what's your story? Um, I actually made it to the games later as a kid because uh, I wasn't allowed to play it. Uh, because all you have to hear about is a horror game. My parents were trying to be, no, 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 you can't uh, be experiencing that. But... uh once I found out my friend across the street had it, oh, I was over there playing it, and I fell in love. I just fell in love with the whole atmosphere, the elements, uh, the whole genre of it. I was It was a great experience to, to see 
that people made games like this with the the surviving and then the horror and the monsters and it wasn't just your average uh scavenge uh a certain plot and save somebody like it wasn't just your typical like, it wasn't like a Zelda game it was it was different there was a feeling to it that must be the atmosphere that Kenneth was talking yeah. about I mean it's pretty much the same thing that Kenneth all was saying like exactly yeah, it's it's really really hard to you know to describe it i mean there there are certain things from in any entertainment whether it be you know video games or or movies or books or anything like that <clears throat> there's always a there's always that certain one that every person that's into these types the into these forms of entertainment latches on to for whatever reason that they have to to relate to it you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and and even as extreme as uh, as Silent Hill is in its moments, you still can find that relation if you look at the underlining story of all of it. <clears throat> you know, like uh, Pyramid Head or Red Pyramid. He he he's a manifestation of guilt for the character in the second one, and that and 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 that's what he is. You know, and, and so that that's just one example. If you look into if you look into it even further, each one of these things that is going on to these people, even though one and three are, are directly linked to each other, is they they have their own underlining messages going on. And, and there's a very deep emotional connection with these characters and why they are in this area, mm-hmm. why they are in Silent Hill. And, and to me, that's I don't know. It's hard to describe. I just I just related to it so much and it and it, it's almost like that time period in life where you know you got something bad going on and you find a certain band jerry you know about this and me where you find a certain band that you can latch on to silent hill did that for me too where i could just latch on to it gotcha see like because I've, I've never played the games um the most i've really done is watch like I've, I've watched like history videos on silent hill whether it was the uh Game trailers did a, a small history video on it. Um, Stop Skeleton from Fighting has done multiple videos. They've done like like super in-depth videos on Silent Hill 2. Um, and so I've watched them and, and I love, like to me, I love the creepy atmosphere, but I couldn't play those kind of games because I'd probably just really suck at them and just run around in circles and not know what the fuck to do. So you know what? what's kind of cool is me? Uh, a lot of them have... <laughs> different difficulty levels for the monsters and the puzzles you can make the puzzles harder if you're better at that and the monsters weaker if you're if you're worse at that or vice versa it's kind of cool i feel like silent hill is is i'm not into let's plays but i feel like if i was going to do a let's play it would be something like watching someone play silent hill well see the cool thing about it is is you were saying that you'd suck at it and i don't think so because when it really gets down it when you when you really when you find the path that you need to go on, it starts getting more and more linear to where you got to go. The, the 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 more difficult part is the puzzles themselves. Once you get, once you figure out where, okay, you know, I need to go from where you're down by Toluca Lake, and then you go from down by Toluca Lake, and then you go to the school, and then you go to the hospital, and so on and so forth. Once you once you find that that basic, you know, basic outline for the different missions quote-unquote that you have to go to because they're not really missions but once you go to the different places it gets pretty linear at that point it's just you know following the maps and 
and and doing the puzzles the way that they need to be done. So I honestly think that you would do decent with it if you could keep your head wrapped around what you're doing because you know sometimes depending on what it is you know you have a hard time keeping your keeping your focus on certain things. So if you could keep your focus on it, I think you'd really really enjoy it. Maybe one of these days if they put out a good port of it because I know that Silent Hill HD collection that came out got tons of shitty reviews. I didn't mind it. It's garbage. I didn't mind it. There's so many there's so many bugs and they're not even fixing them. They just were like our bad and that's kinda it. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. And now the only thing you get from Silent Hill is pachinko machines. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Konami, man. Well luckily for me, I've got I'm only missing one. I've got one, two, three, four downpour uh Homecoming. Yeah, I've got Homecoming Origins. Uh, the one for PS Vita, which I think is Book of Revelations, I think. Book of Shadows or something Book like of that. Book of Shadows, yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah, Blair got... Witch 2. I've seen that. And, and, then that I, and then I've got the HD collection, so if I want to play it without bugs, I'll just hook up the PS2. And what's the one yeah, you're missing? You uh, I'm uh, missing Shattered, Shattered Memories, Memories, it sounds like. Shattered yeah, Memories? The one I miss... Isn't that the that's one you have recently? I do yep. have that. Yep, and I've been trying to get Reese to come off with it, and she won't. <laughs> you got to find something that you, that she wants more. Mm-hmm. Well, she already. T- you've already got him. <laughs> I think Jerry's a fair trade. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm not. I, you can't You're use me as now. the as the as the bartering tool. Oh yes, we can. And I've got the first game. I've got the first game downloaded on my PS3. So there I don't go. think I should be used that way personally. But all right. So now everyone kind of has a, a good understanding of our background into Silent Hill. Let's get into the movie. So, now, from what I understand, this movie is kind of a mixture of Silent Hill 1 and 2, taking different elements and combining them. Uh, only I, And, Kenneth, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but only in the sense that Pyramid Head is, uh, a, two, is, is a monster strictly from 2. But the story is pretty much beat for beat the first game. Oh, okay. Is that true, Kenneth? You back this up? I missed part of that. It broke up a little bit. That's the reason why I was waiting to say it again. Oh, so I said that uh, Jerry said that it's a mix of the first and second games, and I said only in the in the way that Pyramid Head is a monster from two, but the game, the movie story is pretty much beat for beat the first game. Yes, actually, yes. Um, I don't think there's any. Were the nurses in the first one? I can't remember. I don't think. I so. can't remember now. I don't think they were. I don't think the nurses were in the were in the first game either. Oh, okay. Well, uh, but Pyramid Head definitely was not in the first one. So when did, when did, if his name's Red Pyramid, uh, the nurses are from the third game. I guess four. They were in the second one too, but I'm not sure. Either way, uh, what were you saying, Jerry? About well, so why did it, if if Pyramid Head is named Red Pyramid? When did people start calling him Pyramid Head? I think it's just a nickname that can just kind of... Kind of like kinda how... Oh, the nurses did debut in the first Silent Hill. I apologize. Did okay, they? Okay, anyway. Well, um, all right. No, I think, I think the reason why he's called Pyramid Head is because his name is never, if I'm not mistaken, never clearly stated in the second game. Mm-hmm. So people just automatically are just like, oh, it's Pyramid Head. And then when you actually do research and look him up, and then I think it's in the comic books too, he's called Red Pyramid. Yeah. All right, so Silent Hill came out 2006 by director Christopher Gaines. Uh, he was actually a very huge fan of Silent Hill and was trying to get the movie 
rights from Konami for five years. And finally, he sent a, um, a, a, a video of himself talking about how much he loves the Silent Hill games, how much they mean to him and all that. And that finally won Konami over to give him the rights to make the film. And it's mostly filmed in Canada, in case you're wondering where they filmed that. It's Canada. Good old Canada. Uh, now, one of the most interesting things to me is I read that originally this movie had, like, very little male characters. Like, Sean Bean was really only in the very beginning and the very end. But all the stuff with him running around with the cop was not in the script. And then the studio was like, you need you need more men in here. What are you doing? I mean, what for? And so they extended that. And I, I, I love Sean Bean, but... He is pretty much useless in this whole fucking movie. Yeah, if you're not going to kill him, don't cast him. I mean, mm-hmm. what are you doing? That's yeah, true. I think, uh, yeah, the only thing that that he really facilitated was the backstory on the on on the town. You know, but other than that, he it, it was really a waste of time. Yeah, that's true. I I mean, I guess it was good cuz the backstory you get from uh him talking to the cop was good. Right. But I still think Tigger? they yeah, I still think they could have done I done all of that inside the story without having to do the outside form of it because I kind of hate being taken back out of Silent Hill when I'm in Silent Hill. I agree, uh, but the, also, I mean, I, I I think that's probably one of the only missteps is because it kind of throws you off. You know what I'm saying? Because the whole thing is supposed to be focused around, you know, the mom and the little girl because they're 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 changing the the character point from the game to from a from a guy to a girl from a you know a man to a woman so i think it kind of throws it off because then you've got almost like a dichotomy of both characters you know almost like where they're taking the 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 parental element and putting the man and the woman both and i did i just didn't like that i mean it's like either you're going to go one way or you're going to go the other way either you're going to stick with the source material and have you know a dude looking for his daughter or you're going to are you going to change it a little bit and have a mom looking for the daughter don't have them both I agree. I, and I, because I, I mean, there's a lot of like weird things in the movie. Like to me, the movie takes a little bit to really get going. Like I, I, I the beginning of the movie kind of annoys me because I'm just like, but I think it's just because I want to get into Silent Hill. That's where the movie gets good, getting in Silent Hill, and you have to, you have to sit through that setup. But the whole time, I'm just like, I don't care. Just get into fucking Silent Hill. Yeah, but the thing about it is, but the games are kind of like that too, you know, like uh, Silent Hill 2 pretty much just picks up, up, you know, right outside of Silent Hill when it gets there. But the first one kind of starts off that way where you got where you got the beginning opening and and then it tells the little bit of the story. And then you've got him and her going up the side of the mountain, uh, you know, where the dad's going up there and then they get stuck. So it's got you've got that in the game, too. That's the reason why I say that this movie is the the best transfer from video game to movie ever made uh unfortunately postal takes that one but that's just my opinion Which well one? good thing we don't care about your opinion <laughs> yeah it's true postal i've never watched it oh god so it's can't. so it's just so it's an, first of all it's an ui bull movie so we'll start there okay first of all uh, no you can't say yes. no this movie yes. is the best Listen, and then and then have ui bull yes. in the in the fucking sentence he, it's a comedy, which is good because Postal is a funny game. And he literally set out to just offend every single demographic he could. And it's absolutely hilarious. 
Isn't well, that the same dude that did Alone in the Dark? Yeah, yep. and Blood Rain, and fucking yep. every other fucking terrible movie. Yeah, but Postal he's is fantastic. Fucking... He even makes fun of himself. Well, yeah, that's good because he's just a fucking say, joke. That dude just needs to fucking stop making goddamn video game movies all the way around. Like, <laughs> no, Germany keeps letting him. Germany's like, here's more fucking he money, and I'm like, from directing. Remember? And I, 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 thank fucking god because Germany was about to fucking. He's, Germany supporting him is probably the second worst thing they've ever done. <laughs> the, the second? His Rampage movies aren't bad. <laughs> well, I mean, man, I, it was just. Uh, I, I think Blood Rain is the one that really did it for me because I didn't mind Alone in the Dark too much. But damn, Blood Rain, I love that fucking game. And when I saw the movie, I was like, oh my God, really? Yeah, it was pretty garbage. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so anyway. this movie starts off with uh, Rose chasing her daughter Alyssa yeah, as she nice sleepwalks. Because she, yeah, you got some some uh, baby blue uh, booty attire. Her name's actually yeah, a little Sharon. bit more than what we saw you in in Pitch Black. What? No, her in the movie her name is Rose. No, no Rose is the mom. Sharon's the, uh, the daughter. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I was talking about fucking yeah. yeah that's why I said and Rose, Rose was Sharon chasing her daughter. Is the Kill Switch song. Oh, did I say Alessa? Mm-hmm. Alessa's the dark one. Yeah. The dark ones. The original daughter. So, okay. Yeah, so Sharon, Alessa, really. Uh, <laughs> and, I'm sorry, innocent Alessa. Uh, sleepwalks and screams about Silent Hill. And her mom's like, this shit's been going on for too long. We gotta put a stop to this. And Sean Bean's like, no, nah. one does not simply just cure this. <laughs> and we're we like... We need a doctor. She's like, no, we need a road trip. Yeah. Munchies. For real. <laughs> Um, and so that's what she, I do want to say when, uh, Sean Bean and Rose have Sharon on the ground, I love that there's this big red shiny cross in the background, just lights going off. I thought that was funny considering the, the, the very, very deep religious people we're about to get into. It was kind of foreshadowing that above them. Kind yeah, well, it ain't doing them people in Silent Hill any good whatsoever. Uh, it it does if people are innocent and follow the rules that that one bitch said. Because the only uh people that die are people who are outside of the church. I Fucking suppose. everyone That's who stays because their blind the... faith keeps her power from being there. I know exactly. That's why he, Kenneth was saying it does them no good. It's doing them plenty good because they were surviving up until. Uh, fucking homegirl from the outside had to come to a. What, I haven't seen the what? It's just <laughs> they haven't seen the aliens yet. What yeah. aliens? Oh. He's referencing it's the video joke game. endings to every every Silent Hill has a joke ending, mm-hmm. and it yeah. usually involves aliens and a puppy. Man, the first game had like four different endings. Yeah, they all. Oh yeah, the, no, multiple. lots of the games have multiple different endings, but there's one joke ending. Yeah, yeah. the extraterrestrials. That one was funny because I didn't, I, I, I didn't, I didn't feel complete. When I played the first game until I got all four, and then right. if I'm not mistaken, I gave Reese the uh, the strategy guide. Yep, mm-hmm. for the first sure one. And, and yeah, if you go through it, it'll it'll show you how to do all four of them. What? I'm gonna look that up. So yeah. she uh, she grabs her daughter. They go on a road trip. And uh, has anyone else seen a, a a gas station that's also a tattoo shop, a body piercing place, uh, a diner? All uh, the time. 
Uh, really? Is this a is this a fucking <laughs> no, West Coast thing? Up. Like I was it like, sounds like the business that I used to want to open. <laughs> it does, except it's missing prostitution. Well, exactly. I mean, I, I mean, people just don't understand. If you can get a hotel, live music, alcohol, tattoos, motorcycles, and prostitution, I'm telling you, it'd be make bank. It'd be like another Las Vegas. You forgot gas station. Fuck the gas station. Once you get there and you see all that, the other gas stuff, station's you're not gonna the most you. important you're not gonna thing. Gas because you're not going to go anywhere. Look, you're you, you will never if you don't have a gas station, you're never going to be good as Smitty's Diner and Variety. Okay, you'll what? never be as good. You can't just make things up. I didn't make things up. That's what it fucking says. That's what, what the convenience it? store is called. Smitty's Diner and Variety. Is there an actual diner? Yes. Yeah. There's because people eating. There's a lot of corner stores in my area that call themselves delis that don't have a deli in them, and it's very disappointing. No, when she goes in to pay for gas, she walks through a diner. And That's awesome. On the, the, the fucking outside, it has a neon light for tattoos and piercings, and there's also another no, one no, no, like no. on the I, inside. Oh, you're talking about the movie. I thought you were talking about a real place. No, well, no, Kenneth said he wants to open up a place like this, but without a gas station, without a gas station, it's fucking not going to work. The gas station you is your bread and me, butter. I thought you were telling me that the, you have been to a real place that was a diner and a gas station. I oh, no, I, yeah, no, I've been to a place There's that's a, a diner and a gas station. There's what a, the hell? I deliver to that, that has a big Blimpy sign on the outside, and for those of you that don't know what Blimpy is, Blimpy's like Subway, and... Uh, yeah, I delivered this place, and there's a big blimpy sign. And then when you go inside, it's burritos and stuff like that because Mexicans own the place. So that's what it is. It's Mexican food, but there's a big blimpy sign on it. Yeah. And they it's never pretty... found the sign. That's the burritos weird. are fucking amazing, too. They're like real flour tortillas. It's awesome. <laughs> Fair enough. So uh, while, while she's... Our episodes on diners. <laughs> this, this week on Diners and Dive-Ins... Diners drive in. I'm look gonna he- dive in. Look here, Flavor Town. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, no one fucking asked you. So anyway, uh, here, uh, fucking innocent Alyssa flips out because uh, someone drew all over her pictures, and she was too dumb to realize it was herself who did it. Yeah, but she didn't get any snacks. Yeah, and she didn't get any snacks, and but she does know not to talk to strangers, even though that stranger's a police officer. That's pretty good, but I mean, that's pretty pretty sure that's a that's a, a flashback memory from when she was regular Alyssa getting getting fucked in a bathroom stall. So she knows not to talk to strangers now, even as innocent Alyssa. Kept that in there. Screwed that in tight. Yep. Has, it, has any of y'all thought that this the little girl that plays Sharon slash Alyssa has her moments of good acting and her moments of very terrible acting? I think yes. she's a fantastic actress. I. She's good, but sometimes it's really bad. But also sometimes I don't blame her because some of the dialogue she has to say Silent works. Hill. Silent Hill. That was bad, saying, man. Or, 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 that, or that scene later on where she's like, look at me. I'm burning. I'm like, come on, really? Man, I blame the writing I'm more on that. Dark yeah. Skills. Some of I will say this. Some of the writing in this movie is bad where I was just like, guys, it's not a video game. This writing works in a video game. It does not work in a fucking movie. You can't do it like this. Like because they stop to give you preposition. They they give you fucking history lessons like eight times in this movie. Yeah, well, I felt the same way about uh, uh, what's her name that played Sybil Bennett that was in The Walking Dead. There was a couple of moments where her acting was just like, 
I, I was just like, okay, uh, you, you could have just went without saying anything at all. I will say that I feel like the acting in this movie bounces between okay to really good. And like you're... The, the head, the head uh, witch burner, that chick, you know, because oh, she was uh... in a Ghost Story and a bunch of other stuff. She, uh, hers, her acting was fucking amazing. You know, the chick that gets fucked with the bar bar at the end of the movie? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Her, her acting was superb. Christabella. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Her acting was awesome. Yeah. She was awesome. And, uh, uh, the police officer was really good. Uh, Thomas, Thomas, yeah. Tigger from, uh, fucking Sons of Anarchy. Kim he, he was pretty good also. I'll give him that. Uh, and then everyone who did like. The nurses and the armless dude and uh, Pyramid Head, they all did a fantastic job with their body acting. Well, you know, the the guy who plays Pyramid Head is the same guy who plays the janitor and the armless guy that shoots the venom out of his tar out of his chest. It was a different dude that did the... the, uh... Yeah, that was a different guy. Is it? Yeah. yeah. They all watched the documentary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the cool thing about it is, is you know they're all dancers. Yep. Yeah, Which that behind the scenes really cool. of of them setting up the the nurses scene, that was fucking awesome. Hell yeah, it was. I can imagine what it would be like to be inside the suit for the armless thing, because that oh. dude, I mean, you know, he just had this little tube to breathe out of, you know, and then that that went down around his back. I can't imagine that you can't see anything. You're in there all fucking tightened up like you're in a fucking straitjacket and can't see anything. And then you're having to walk and act and right, barely yes. can breathe. And I can't, can't imagine hear. what that would be. Yeah, and you can't hear? I can't imagine what that would be like. It'd be like, you know, trying to move around in a sensory deprivation chamber that moves with you. Oh, God, that and fucking uh, the guy who plays Pyramid Head. Like, I feel like his back is so stiff while doing that. I was just like, oh, that just seems so uncomfortable. Right? Um... So, uh, we arrive in Silent Hill because run away from police officers is the message here, children. Don't ever let them try to stop you from what you're trying to do when because your child's life is worth more than whatever they think. Damn it. Yes. And here's where everything gets good. The visuals of Silent Hill are fucking amazing. They are beautiful. It's the best thing about this movie is, is the way it looks. The atmosphere and the cinematography blend to just create this this beautiful uh i don't even know what to call it it's it's just so fucking good they actually want to get the sign tattooed on me the welcome to silent hill sign oh nice yeah i want to get that tattooed on me somewhere yeah and also i want to state i think silent hill created the myspace angle for the record because (laughs) they they, in, in the movie they make sure they they hit some of those like far like the upper corner shots and i feel like some random chick was watching her brother play silent hill and was like oh if i did a duck face it in that angle it would be the (laughs) best thing ever and it blew up and i don't think we're giving silent hill the credit for that and i think it deserves it i think it's really cool that the director you know was such a fan that he actually speaking of those camera angles you can actually see the same style of camera angles from the game in the movie. I thought that was really cool. Uh, I also thought it was cool that he made the actors play the game. Yes. It talks about him having a PS2 on set so he can show them different monsters and different angles and different uh, sets and all of that. 
Yeah, right. So this is what we're going to do. And you can really see it, like, when you're watching the movie and you're seeing Rose run through the streets and stuff like that. You can really see it from those top-down angles where she's, like, coming across and then she cuts around the corner and the camera whips around with her. That yeah. that, that That is straight out of the game. That's one of those things where it, it, the first time that I played the game back in the day, it fucked me up because I was like, where the hell am I? Because... Yeah, static think, camera angles are a pain in the dick sometimes. Yeah, I mean, but but I love the way that it looked, and there, like, there are other spots that you could see, like, where it's showing you different things, it, it, like when she's going through and she's searching for shit for clues and whatever else, and it's showing you different things. The way the angles, the camera angles, pointed down on her, but not like directly in front of her and not directly above her. I really like that from like a diagonal angle. It looks just, it, it looks superb. It's very yeah. nostalgic. Yeah. And it's, and it's also very like disorienting sometimes. Like they do a good job of kind of putting you on your feet. And, and the one thing I love about this movie is the way the camera moves. The camera, it feel like helps with the atmosphere so much as it, it moves in and out to focus like its shots. And as it, or it'll be just on something and the camera will be turning as it's showing that. So you never, you don't feel steady. Every time you get a shot of like, straight onwards not moving it'll be in a combination with another shot that happened that it cuts to where it's moving or you have a big change in scenery like it going from very bright to very dark and like everything around you like turning up into ashes or whatever the fuck that shit is um but it, it sets like if there was i would love to hire if i was going to make a movie i would want the dp from this movie because he fucking knocked it out of the fucking park. Absolutely. The crane um, shots were fucking her. amazing. Oh my god, yes. Um I just watched one cuz you know, always got the movie on and I just watched one where the 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 camera was at the the top corner of a building and it craned down all the way and you see uh Sybil and Rose running through the street and it cranes down all the way to a from an, to an up underneath angle of both of them looking up at their faces. So it went all the way and one continuous shot went from the top of the building down and then up underneath looking up at their faces. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah, there is some amazing continuous shots in this movie, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now, OK, while I was looking up things um, and I was reading uh, like reviews of the movie when it first came out. You came across the pyramid head fan porn. Uh, no, we've we've talked about that before. Um, <laughs> no, I was gonna talk about. Uh, some people had the exact same complaints for this movie, and I want to throw these complaints and see how y'all felt about it. So almost everyone agreed the movie is visually impressive, which we agree. Uh, but uh, some of the biggest complaints were that the dia that it had really bad dialogue. That the plot is extremely confusing, and it it has too long of a runtime. Now, y'all three have a lot of knowledge when it comes to Silent Hill and what this movie represents. So for y'all, I could see this definitely not being like a muddled plot. Like y'all wouldn't see this as something confusing. But I will say the first time I watched it, I was a little confused because... You find out a lot between all the history lessons, but then like the ending kind of hits you with, wait, are so are they forever stuck in Silent Hill? But I thought they gave 
uh, Alessa her revenge. So now they shouldn't be stuck in Silent Hill, but it seems at the end of the movie they are stuck in Silent Hill. So I can see... What a twist! Yeah, I can see... more of a limbo. Yeah. Where they're stuck at now is not... It's not really Silent Hill. It's more of a limbo kind of deal. That's where they're stuck in. Okay, but the thing uh, about limbo is you're waiting to go somewhere. So where do they go to? Where are they supposed to be going to? The I don't know. You like that shitty sequel that they put out? <laughs> I did like that well, shitty sequel the they put sequel, out. But... They say specifically that they escaped from Silent Hill. Yeah, that, uh, there's Rose is still stuck, and I know I, I remember that Rose is still stuck, and yeah. then damn in Silent uh, Hill, not yeah, in and Sharon gets out. But either way, at the end of that, that's Sharon the way I looked at. Heather. <laughs> yeah, at the end of that, at the end of the the first movie, that's the way I look at it. I look at it as they're kind of stuck in limbo because regardless of whatever they did, you know what I'm saying. The the traumatic event that happened at the beginning of the movie that put them in the limbo state, whether it be a car accident in the Jeep or whatever it was, even though we see the Jeep later on, the Jeep's fine. You know, whatever it was that put them in that limbo state, they're there. They're there permanently, no matter what they do. It's just, they're not stuck in that. And they're not stuck in the damn city where they're having to, you know, worry about their skin getting ripped off by a pyramid head or something like that. They don't have to do none of that shit. They don't have well, to worry about Well, that's a shitty ending. They don't have to worry about Alyssa's wrath, but they're I still stuck. Well, they don't have to worry about her wrath at all. They they helped fix it. They helped. That's what I'm saying. Give her revenge. So if they're stuck in limbo, then that's a shitty ending. That that sounds like I'd me. They didn't have an ending. In Silent Hill. But either way, either the, well, way I believe that it. they may be stuck. They could still be stuck in Silent Hill because it could be one of those things. Is once you enter, you never really get out. But, the but I, don't I don't know if that's... that is because damn. Uh, uh, what's his name? Damn, Sean Bean's character. He feels their presence. In his house. Smell her. Yeah, but he also felt her presence when he like called her on the phone or whatever. There was like, getting he literally, static. Like he got up wondering if they were there. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the movie, he woke up on the couch and he looked around wondering if they were there. Just like, and I think that's got a lot to do with the same the same scene that happened when he was in Silent Hill with uh with the uh, with the cop and he was there and he and and it almost seemed like he felt. Rose run through him from the other plane, and and it's the same thing where you know they uh, when they're there and they go back home, they're it's almost like a, the the multiverse kind of deal, where you got the 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 other the other universe and but they're linked together. They kind of have that pass through. That's the way I look at that because he felt their presence there. He felt it. He got up and he looked around. He got up and he walked to the door to see if the Jeep was outside. He he felt them there. Yeah, but I don't think that... I don't... I, I'm going to choose not to believe the limbo thing because to me that feels like a shitty... Like, we didn't know how to end this, so... Limbo, I, I, I think I'd rather have the darker ending where they will always be trapped in the fog of Silent Hill because when she's going through the house... And, you know, there's fog outside the house, there's fog in the house. It's like, no matter what, you will always be here in Silent Hill. You came to Silent so, Hill and you did not make it out of Silent Hill. I'm, and again, Kenneth, correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't have these games memorized. It's been a long time since I played them. But using the evidence from the second game where he is being attacked by monsters and weird shit is happening before he even gets to Silent Hill... 
that tells me that the power of Silent Hill can extend past the boundaries of Silent Hill. So I don't think they're in limbo. I think they're still in Silent Hill, quote unquote, the Silent Hill universe. Whether they're actually at home is a different story. Yeah, but at the same time, that goes... Uh, if you try to compare it to, to all the craziness that goes around with Silent Hill 2, then, okay, you're, opening, so, then you're opening up a whole big can. Because okay, let's, a, let's not on, let me do finish that. My statement. Let me finish my statement, and then we'll, then we'll go back. Because you got the, you got the whole thing where, where a lot of the stuff from Silent Hill 2 is based around... And I can't remember the character's fucking name. It's based around his Henry. It, it, Henry, yeah, yeah, I One think, yeah. It's based on his damn emotional state. A lot of Kenneth, shit I, is, the reason I want to stop you is because you're going to be talking about all this on the next episode. Okay, I suppose that's true. That's why I don't want you to go too far in it. Or you're just going to be repeating a lot of that. So let's let's talk about that. This only in the sense of what we have f- from the movie. Is there evidence to support? That it's a limbo, or is there evidence to, to support that it's still Silent Hill? From an objective point of view, you could go either way. You well, I'm evidence. asking, where, where, where's the evidence that it's limbo? Them getting out of them, the 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 cliff and all the rest of that shit, and then uh, Chris, what is that? Chris De Silva, him feeling them in his house which is outside of silent hill that's what makes me think it now what makes jay believe that it's still silent hill you know that's his thing and again you know that's the great well, thing about I, this <laughs> personally it the second movie removes any question because they you they find a portal in silent hill and push fucking sharon through it yeah well, rose or whatever the fuck her name is okay but i'm not i'm trying to but just this movie using there only is no what you have from this either or yeah, I agree. That's what see. I'm I agree. There's evidence that they're that they are still in Silent Hill, and that's the fog. I su- Yep. Well, yes, the fog to me sense. shows that they never because you will never see them again, not surrounded by fog. Even when they leave, they're still surrounded by fog. When they go in the house, they're still surrounded by fog. In fact, I even have to question the face that Sharon makes as uh, the last time we see her in the movie, where she walks away and she has this really weird fucking smile on her face um as if uh she is not just innocent Alyssa anymore that there that there's been now a, like a combination like they have all like dark Alyssa has put part of her in there or because of the traumatization of Silent Hill that she is no longer innocent Alyssa as well, see, I think, Sharon. I think, I think that damn the dark side hopped a ride and the good side, they kind of went back together, you know, at that very last spot, right before they leave. Um, when, uh, when, uh, Rose is holding Sharon and she says, close your eyes when, you know, the, the, when Alyssa's fucking tearing everybody to shreds. And then you see the, the, the little girl come up and damn Sharon opens her eyes and she sees the evil right in front of her. I think it kind of hitches a ride inside of her or something like that. That's what I've thought. Kind of how, yeah, as I say, kind of how she got, uh, Dark Alyssa got into the church to begin with by hopping a ride inside of, uh, Rose. Exactly. So, and to me, that, that kind of, that, that in itself, I mean, even if she, that would open up to me a whole, a whole nother conversation on, okay, if she's hitching a ride out of Silent Hill inside that little girl, or they're coming together, 
then that, like I said, that opens up a whole nother fucking conversation of, okay, well, if they're not in Silent Hill, then they're not in Limbo. Where the fuck are they? Yeah, you're right, because if it is her trying to find a, a way, if it's Dark Alyssa now trying to find a way out, then that, then yeah, that that would be evidence that they're they're going to somewhere. But I think you could also turn that in as a. Uh, but then again, maybe they I, left and took Silent Hill with them. Well, okay, okay. So I brought up a question I asked Jay and Reese right before we got on the show, which is, I want to know what Silent Hill is, as in, as in, is the at one point when Dark Alyssa is talking, she goes, "I am known by many names." And I feel like, is she the owner of Silent Hill? Is she the creator of Silent Hill? Does she bring Silent Hill to people? Does she, like, is she a darkness that goes and looks for people that are under such duress from tragedy that they can bring, that that she feeds on that rage to bring, and, like, and then once she gets her revenge, she moves on? Or does she add that as another, like, that silent hit like there's multiple silent hills inside of her and the this is one silent hill that is inside of her while there are multiple other silent hills also that she goes and she just keeps racking them up racking them up kind of like almost kind of like a soul collector and uh and there's not a lot to really base this off of in the movie but one of the things that her saying i am of many names and it seems like she's done this before and it also, and the reason I started thinking about this is because of that last look that Sharon gives as her and and Rose enter the foggy version of their house. Now, I, Kenneth, you being the expert, is there anything in the game that would point to yes or no on this? Or is it something where it's just like, it's not really explained and I, you can kind of just make up, I'm, I'm just theory crafting at this point? There, there's something, and I can't remember all the way, but there's something that makes Silent Hill the place that makes it unique for for these types of things to go on with different people in the games. That's the way it is. In the first one, it was demonic and religious. That that's what it had to deal with. And I mean, I mean, we'll just completely omit the ending of the fucking aliens. That's what the first one was. It was demonic and it was religious and it was wrapped around this little girl. It was wrapped around the little girl, and it was wrapped around the uh, the lady that ran the cult. That's what that 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 was the bottom line. And then when it, in the second one, in the second game, like I said, like I was saying before, and I'm gonna try to keep it as vague as possible. It 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 changes. It goes into a whole different aspect because there's a lot of things that's going around. What's going on in this guy's mind while he's searching for his wife? And it turns into almost a mystery horror kind of thing. So, and but that's we, what I'm saying. Could it be a second Silent Hill, or is it a hundred percent like there's only one, like there's one Silent Hill, and it just attracts people to it? Or right, that's where I was going, and, and it, that's the way it is. It's like each 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 one of these different stories links together based on something that has already happened in Silent Hill. That that like like for instance, damn in the second one, if I'm not mistaken, the these two people in their in their in their uh, it it was either their honeymoon or their anniversary or something like that. They went to 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 Toluca Lake to Lake on a on 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 like a honeymoon type deal or something like that. 
it was some kind of anniversary or honeymoon or something like that. And that's how they're linked to Silent Hill. And then in the first one, it's pretty it's pretty straightforward how they're linked to Silent Hill. And the third one, the little girl is the third one is a direct sequel to the first one. So it's the same thing. She she feels like because of what happened in the first one, she she feels like, damn, all that stuff starts coming home to where she needs to go back to Silent Hill to something for lack of a better term, like like a birthright kind of deal or something like that. She's got to go back. Gotcha. So it's never really explained not, what not, exactly is Silent Hill ever. Not, it's, no, not, it's definitely open for uh, it, debate. Yeah. It's never a direct kind of thing. And even in the fourth one in Silent Hill, The Room, you know, even though that was that game was kind of a ripoff of another game, it it's the same thing. Downpour is the same way. Okay. It, I like Downpour. I, I I did too. I actually so, really enjoyed it. You, I know you hate the movie, but you saw the you saw the second movie, right? Yes. So you caught the setup that the third movie was supposed to be Downpour, with the prison bus entering Silent Hill as they were leaving. Yep. That was, I, that that was that, giddy. That's like the beginning of Downpour. Yeah, that made me giddy. I was like, "Ooh, they're gonna do a Downpour movie," and then it <laughs> wasn't because nobody wanted to see it, and I cried forever. <laughs> I would have if they if they'd have let the dude that directed the first movie do the third movie, I would have watched it. Fair enough. All right, so let's get sucker. Let's get into things we liked and things we we did not like. Um, so let's Reese. What is something you really really loved about this movie? Oh, um, probably the uh, the music and the costumes more than anything. Okay, so we know the music uh, is except for the one Johnny Cash song is all music from Silent Hill. Uh, slightly remixed because was uh, it Ring of Fire in the first game, Jay? I would not be able to tell you. From I what I read, uh, they the John the Johnny Cash song is the only song in here that is not from Silent Hill. Or maybe what I read is it was not created, was not created by the Silent Hill composer. Right. It's not Akira Yokohama. I think I, I can't. I'm terrible with Japanese names. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. But I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think, and and if anybody out there is listening can correct me, or I may find out as soon as I get off here. Damn, I could swear that when he goes to the diner in the first game, her dad, he goes to a diner, and that's where he meets the cop. Is in the diner, and I could fucking swear that Ring of Fire is playing. Quite possibly, I don't know. Uh, but what I was going with is uh. So right. all the music is done by the composer of Silent Hill, except they're all slightly remixed or tweaked because apparently in Canada, you have to hire, if you're filming there, you have to hire a Canadian composer. So they mm-hmm. had to do that. So they just like hired someone to like tweak a few things. But other than that, all the music is from Silent Hill. And I thought that was, that's an amazing thing. Because you don't see that in movies, especially video games movies. They use a few things, but it's like, everything was so perfect with that music that they didn't have to do that. Yeah. If you're a silent Hill fan, you can recognize damn near you. Like when I was watching it earlier today, I was, there was a couple of them that I hadn't paid attention to it before. And then I was like, Oh, I remember where that was in the games. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Reese, you're right on the clothing. I know you want to talk about the, the one big thing you like about Rose's clothing. Oh, how it changes colors. <laughs> Like, cause it's it's gray and blue and brown, and then throughout the the movie, it turns blue during certain lighting, and then 
uh, towards the end, obviously, it's all red. You know, like when she gets stabbed and everything. I like uh, that. I did not know that. Stained yeah, if you look blood. at it and watch it, it goes from blue and gray to all blue and, uh, and then all the way red. That's... Like, it's like different phases throughout the whole movie. Yeah, it, it slowly kind of, and it, it, the way she's describing it makes it sound like it changes like colors drastically, but it's not. It's a very small change that just constantly happens through the movie. So it's 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 very because there are points where it, it she looks almost completely gray, and then it gets darker and darker, and darker, and like you start seeing less of the blue on her shirt, and it becomes all like a dark red. Um. So, Jay, what's something you really loved about this movie? Uh, the creature design. Like, I clearly they're from the game, but just being brought to life on the screen the way they did was so exciting for me because the creature design is one of my favorite things about the games uh, because of how original they are and how creepy they are. I'm a sucker for good creature design, and to see them brought to life uh, was just fantastic. Yeah, that the one creature that's like the the dude who's like bent in half and his feet are like almost touching his head. That straight up reminded me of some Hellraiser shit. The janitor. Yeah, the janitor. Mr. No, y'all Colin. didn't. Y'all didn't think that was some Hellraiser shit right there. I'm very oh, confused. Yeah. You're very what? confused. What? The jan- what? What? The janitor? guy that was in the the guy that was crawling around on his belly because his legs oh, were at the back. Oh, I didn't of realize in the movie. that we were calling him the janitor. That's what that he's is, credited as. Well, like I read the fucking credits. Come on now. Your name is Colin. Yeah. Your yeah. name is Colin. Colin is the guy who fucked Alyssa in the bathroom. No. Yep. Well, we don't know that he man. fucked her, but he. We get the impression he sexually molested her yeah. in the bathroom. You're sexually molested. And me. I guess if you're if you're a predator. He chose right because you choose the person that everyone hates. Who the fuck's gonna believe them? And if they do believe him, who cares? They're gonna burn them anyway. Um. So yeah, then he becomes the 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 janitor, and he's also uh. I read somewhere that he's also supposed to be the body that's on the toilet wrapped in in barbed wire, but I couldn't find anything like that actually backed that up. Um, but think? that it definitely gave me a seven vibe. What are you watching. talking about? That being the same. That being the same character. Yeah, that that being Colin. Yeah, I thought that was is. that is the same character. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but then he's also like the. But then the janitor creature doesn't look anything like that. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah it does. If you he go back and watch, he doesn't have chainsaws it. at all. He has fucking like leather straps on him now. Dude, that's barbed wire. Have... Yeah. No, there's like a black leather strap on his like fucking head. Over his eyes. Yeah, over his eyes. I don't remember. Maybe that was in the toilet scene. I just didn't get a good look at his fucking eyes. I don't know. It did like to me. That's one where like if I had not read stuff, I would not have connected those two at all. Fairly easy myself. But you know too much about Silent Hill. No, I mean just straight up because that that guy is not in the game. So it's like I just connected the two because it was like okay the 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 one that's all bent back that she pulls the thing out of its mouth is in the last stall in the bathroom and then when you see the conversion happen and you see the guy coming out you know sticking his tongue out he's coming out from the last stall in the bathroom mm-hmm. and the, i mean to yeah, me but, it was but, a very easy connection but here's why I'm, I'm not connecting it because one 
there you don't re- honestly I don't think unless you read something you realize that the Colin the guy who molested her is the same person wrapped in barbed wire because there's really nothing that that shows that that could be there besides the fact that the one scene you see of him he's also in the bathroom. Well, Dude, he's also still wearing no, no, his no, outfit no, 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 as no, 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 no. There is a spot where it shows the patch on the on the uh, thing that's wrapped up in the barbed wire's jacket, and it says Colin. He's still wearing his outfit, his janitor uh, clothing. Okay. There, there I'm not, is hard, that okay. Spot. Let me spill this out for y'all because y'all aren't getting what I'm trying to do. I'm yeah, trying to point confused. out how how I'm trying to point out how why critics were so confused. Because they don't do a good enough job of connecting it. You have to watch it multiple times. Most critics would only have watched this once. That's why most of them are so confused at this story. That's why they see it as so muddled. Again, now I, thought we have, I thought that was pretty straightforward. I'm just saying. Even the first time I watched it, I, I did not have no problem connecting those together. Okay, uh, well, I, I, I apparently am with the critics on that one. Because unless you were really, like, you like it, if I had not read stuff on it i would not have made those connections because they're so such tiny connections especially because the way i look at it like especially from the barbed wire body turning into the creature i wouldn't have made that connection either because that's in the uh pre i don't know what to describe the transition but that's pre-transition until it goes into the darkness so there's no, and no other so place in this movie where she, hold up let me fi- oh, let me finish sorry. this. Uh, so there's no other place there's no other place in this movie that's set up that something she sees pre darkness transforms into something in the darkness. So there's no you don't make that connection off the back, and most critics are not going to catch that. That's why, and that's that's just one of the multiple fucking things in here that made them all so confused like it just like i just showed on there where it showed a very small tiny clip of colin but they haven't told you about colin molested her yet so by the time they tell you about that there's a good chance you're not going to remember this half a second clip again i mean i I, and i mean you know different different people view things differently you know what I'm saying, but again, I I had no problem whatsoever well, putting together the 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 thing that she pulled out of where she pulled the thing out of his mouth. I had no problem putting that together with the one that was crawling on the floor with his legs bent back to the back of his head, and I also had no problem whatsoever putting the janitor thing where he molested her in the bathroom together with the person with a barber wrapped around his head. I had no problem putting that together at all, none. But and do you at least understand what I'm saying? How critics, how easy it is, how do you am I at least explaining to it correctly why I understand how critics thought this was confusing and muddled? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's you know, what I'm trying to point out. That I mean, I, I can do. See, I can see. I, I can see the viewpoint of that. You know what I'm saying? Because you just told it to me. But can I see? Can I agree with it being that far off to not put it together? Not really. I don't agree with it. But at the same time, I mean, if they didn't get it, they didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? But I don't. Whatever. <laughs> uh, see, that's what I'm saying. I understand how they did not get certain things. I completely understand. I completely understand why they thought this was muddled. I think like, just about everything in this movie, and to me, you know what I'm saying? Because like I said, different opinions for different people. But to me, I think that everything in this movie was straightforward with the exception of the ending. Well, here's the... Th- okay, here's why, I, here's why I think your history of being a fan of Silent Hill 
makes like makes all of this easier for you to understand because you you've played the games you're looking for those small connections that help you put together the story as to where most movies they're not that small unless they're like something where you're like at the end of it you go back and go oh shit they told you this the whole time which i will say makes silent hill on the second viewing way better and i think if a lot of critics had watched it a second time they would have had a way easier time because they can go back and like with the Colin thing, they can go back and go, Oh shit. The guy in the bathroom that they showed for a split second that said Colin was the guy that molested her. They're, they might not notice that on the first viewing because it, it, it happens so quickly. And see, just me, like when she goes to pull the thing out of his fucking mouth in that toilet stall, like, right. like you're not really going to fucking like you get that because if you play the games, you know, you're looking for those small things, but the, I could see how, the average viewer or a critic would be like, how the fuck did they know to pull that out of his mouth? I mean, yes, there's an arrow pointing down at the body, but that doesn't specifically mean go into the mouth. Yeah, but still, at the same time, I mean, I get what you're saying. I do. When you, But when you specifically put it with the average watcher. because oh, that's, I know what I can say to you now. Remember uh, how you... Because the, the biggest thing that irritated me about even fans saying that this movie wasn't good is I was just like, it is just like the fucking video game. It is just like it. it. It it looks like it. It sounds like it. The atmosphere is like it. And then the little shit that you got to pick up that you just described is just like it. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying why it's so much easier for you to get it. Right. And because and so it, since you put it together like that, I get you. I do get you. And I get where you say that. But uh, to me, it's still, if I take away I guess, the average viewer and the critics, if I take away them and I think about just the fans of the games that said they didn't like this movie, it irritates me from that aspect because it is so much like the game. Yeah, but we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about the, the, the like, I'm, just, we're talking about the muddled of the thing. Like, like, I guess I can use the same thing. Uh, like y'all said to me, I don't remember what show it was. But uh, uh, I think it was dealing with the witch. Um, but we're, how we're, y'all we're talking about giving the audience too much credit? Yes. Like in this movie, they don't bother to even give a shit about that. They are literally just like, if you're not fucking paying attention, fucking sucks to be you. We're gonna give you your history lessons, and if you don't follow that, you just don't follow it. I know. And it's great. also, I think, part of the movie is is made to be a mystery that's not solved because that's what the video games are. And see, I think that's the reason why I fucking hated the sequel so much because the sequel takes away all that, you know, the things that you were describing, basically the, the things that the critics complained about the sequel takes that shit away and it makes it straightforward. And I think that's the reason why I fucking hated the sequel. And that could be, I could definitely see them going. The acting was terrible, but it had, it still had the best 3d, of, of any movie I've ever seen in theaters, period. They actually had... Re- I remember seeing it in the theater, and it did have really impressive 3D effects. I don't like watching movies in 3D anyway, but I will take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, because... Okay, Reese, you saw it in theaters with me, and I know you don't like the movie either, but you got to admit, the 3D was fucking awesome. No, yeah, the 3D was great, but I'm glad uh, Kenneth s- described it that way because I wasn't able to put in words why I didn't like the second one. But now that you say that, Kenneth, I'm glad. You, like, oh, okay, now I understand why I don't like it. Because it was very hard to describe to people why. Yeah. And and I think with the first Silent Hill, I think it is... I think Kenneth is right in being angry at people who are fans of Silent Hills to not be a fan of this movie. and Because, like, to me, I understand why if you're not a fan of the Silent Hill games, you would not be a fan of this movie. Because 
It does not hold your hand. It does not really give a shit about you. It is doing exactly what it wants to do. And if you can't, if you can't enjoy that, then you just, you're, you can't enjoy what the essence of Silent Hill is. Exactly. And I'm not, and I don't, and I, like, I'm a fan of the games in the sense that I like the story, I like the atmosphere, but I've never played them. And for me, like, it did take, I did have to do research on this movie to catch certain things. Like, so I, I can have, like, that's why I can understand so much of the critics. But we'll get back into what we were originally talking about here with Jay talking about how much he loved the monster design. And <laughs> let's fucking, yeah, yeah. It's like I brought that fucking back. Let's talk about goddamn Pyramid Head. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. My fantasy. Uh, fucking yeah, I've got a raging boner right now. That, like, <laughs> to be honest, Pyramid Head is one of the scariest looking fucking things. Because it's basically a plague doctor mask. Yeah. That, like, like in that, those are already fucking scary. But it was like, we're going to make it out of fucking metal. And it's going to, like, fucking later on in life, Dead Mal is going to be like, I wish I would have fucking thought of that before this fucking mouse. <laughs> God damn it, I could have I could have been fucking rocking it. Fucking at Skrillex who they wouldn't have been talking about fucking scary monsters. They would have been talking about goddamn uh dead pyramid head. Yeah. Now, whatever his fucking name is. Uh but yeah, that is one of the scariest looking fucking designs ever. And when I when I see clips from the video games and you see like like I know I think in number two, I and Kenneth probably will bring this up on the next episode. There's a scene of like Pyramid Head just like banging mannequins. Ugh. <laughs> and it's just the goddamn creepiest fucking thing ever. And in this, <laughs> and in this movie, Pyramid Head uh, basically has two really good scenes, um, where he first appears and he just starts stabbing his goddamn sword into the fucking room they're hiding in, and swinging that motherfucker around is terrifying. I'm just like, that sword is brutal as shit. There is yeah, only is. one sword that that could beat that sword is it it's it's guts dragon slayer sword because oh, nothing known. can beat that goddamn sword i actually thought you were gonna put out like an insert penis joke here on that one <laughs> no no i'm not gonna talk about cloud strife um <laughs> uh but and then the second scene which is one of the gr- best scenes in the fucking movie is when he rips the flesh oh, off of love. that chick Dude, that I remember when we one. saw that in the theater, man. Me and my dad were like, holy fuck. Yeah. It was so I was, good. It took me by surprise. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it, it, it's a fucking brutal ass scene. He just rips the fucking. Oh, uh, fucking. You just see that grasp uh, and that twist and that she's screaming and he pulls so that good. flesh up. Uh, yeah. And it's like. I got it. Because the wrapper off a piece of chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I got a stiffy. <laughs> yeah, so the chick, the chick who got her skin ripped off was Anna, and it's so funny because her mom, uh, Eleanor, comes up to uh, Christabella and is like, "Look what they did to my daughter." And Christabella's like, "Uh, no, your daughter didn't listen. She did that to herself." And I was like, for a second, I was like, "You know what? I like these people. They uh, they call it as it is." But then they go right back into being batshit crazy again. Which which fucking su- what's up? Okay, in the in the movie, I mean, in the video games, does does Pyramid Head fucking walk around with the fucking bugs from the Mummy, or is that just in I, the movie? I don't I don't remember seeing them. Yeah, actually, sure the truth. Himself. Yeah, I don't remember mm-hmm. really seeing those bugs. Yeah, truth. I think it's cool as shit because it's like he's 
It's almost like he's walking on a wave of them, but really he's just kicking them. And for some reason, they all want to be around him. But that actually brings me to... They'll probably feast on the dead bodies that he leaves. <laughs> oh, I guess that's true. I guess he just fucks the dead bodies and then drops them. Or is he a mannequin-only kind of person? <laughs> you remember that spot where he's fucking... Where uh, the cop is looking down at that one bug and it just kind of... It, it's on its back like it's a turtle. It's got a weird-ass oh, face. And, that face. <laughs> and it looks up and it screams at her before she squishes <laughs> Yeah. Oh, fucking... God, that scene. Uh, So, yeah, just fucking... In, now... Did y'all hear about the ending they wanted to shoot for this movie, but they couldn't because of budget? Did it involve a UFO? No. <laughs> so instead of it ending with everyone getting fucked up by barbed wire, it was supposed to be four pyramid heads <laughs> with different, each one having a different weapon, killing fucking everyone. That would have been a good one. That would have been cool, but I don't know, man. I still kind of like, like I got I to really see a woman like the way they get ended. raped with, with barbed wire <laughs> and then split in two. Yeah, the whole really Evil like Dead. It. And it also felt like a uh, like it felt like a final boss to a video game too. Right. I mean, I guess yeah, four pyramid yeah. heads would feel like a final boss too, but when Bro. you see the bed and the barbed wire uh, you know, come up out of the hole in the ground and then she kind of lingers over everybody, I completely agree with you, Jay. It does. It looks like the final boss fight. I, I expected a life bar to show up and tell right? me how close <laughs> I was to winning. And then you see the people kind of running around the, the running around the circle that she's sticking up out of where you got to look up and you got to hit them and then jump and then all that shit. Yeah. It was they cool. would have changed it to the pyramid heads. There wouldn't have been that same feeling of revenge and like her sweet vengeance on the people. Also, right, if they would have done true. the pyramid heads, I wouldn't have understood why the pyramid head wouldn't have killed uh, Rose because he didn't really seem to have much of a problem trying to kill her earlier in the movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? That yep. is true. So, okay. Uh, Kenneth, what is something you really loved about the movie? Well, aside from the... Everything's uh, been named already. Yeah, aside from the atmosphere, which was my favorite thing because it really it really captured the atmosphere, the change between the darkness and uh, and the other the rest of the time. That change, I love it. The way that it looks and everything because it reminds me there's this one spot in Silent Hill 3 where you go into a bathroom. You're you're Heather and I can't remember whether you're in the uh. hospital or in the school. And you go into the bathroom, and when you go in there, you're looking at yourself in the in in the mirror, and then you go to go back out because there's nothing in the room, and you can't get out. The room's locked, and the room changes like it does between the light and the dark, and it looks just like it. And that is the reason why I loved it so much because it, the the whole change in the movie between the two between the two uh, the two planes, it, it looks just like it did when you're in that room in Silent Hill Three. Okay, I, I like I don't know about that Silent Hill three because I haven't played it, but <laughs> I will say I agree with the transition places, uh, and I, especially uh, the scene where it actually like right after they deal with Pyramid Head and it transitions back to the regular to normal with the darkness going away, everything going from this like blacks and reds back to this very docile gray, is it, just fucking awesome. It goes um, from rust to boring. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, as for me, my my favorite thing are are the camera. The camera work in this movie is my favorite fucking thing. I think the the camera work in this movie makes up for any complaints you have about dialogue or muddled plot or any of that shit. If you can't look at this movie and go, God damn, this movie is fucking beautiful, I guess I'll get over Sean Bean's terrible American accent. 
it's it's just it's it's fucking fantastic. I just I love it. So let's go into things we did not like about the movie. Uh, Reese, you're stepping up to bat again. What did you not? What's one thing you did not like about the movie? Um, the only well. I mean, I guess something minor. The only thing I didn't really like is maybe the small amount of the acting in the movie. That's the only... Okay, where there's there's yeah, spots where, of back, bad yeah, acting. That's the, that's the only problem I had with it. You know, there was some of the scenes and some of the script. I was just like, is that just... It was random. It wasn't had nothing to do with anything. I didn't know if it was just... They just wanted to cut it out and try something different, but they just went with it because they thought it sounded good, but... Because I didn't, I didn't like it. I don't know. That was the only problem I had. All right. Jay, what's something you did not like about the movie? Well, lack of boobs. Very disappointing. <laughs> but um, cop boobs. Yeah, close. Very, very close. There my, there was uh, one set of boobs in the movie. I mean, you, the flesh got ripped off like right afterwards. Uh, still. I guess, suppose that's true. I don't know if I can get off to that, though. Only one way to find out. All righty, then. <laughs> I mean, just German head boobs. It out. Yeah. I'm going to lube up and go to town. Woo! <laughs> With blood. Uh, yeah. No. Where would I get the blood from? <laughs> that's not... Uh, if that's bleeding, then we have problems. I need to go to an emergency <laughs> walk-in clinic. <laughs> I mean, some people beat their dick to the bleeds. That's just the no. way it is. Oh, I no, no, blood. No, that's not Is that either. the new Slayer album? I <laughs> skied blood? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, they're going to be in Atlanta with Lamb of God and Anthrax. Aren't they doing their final farewell tour or something? Yep. Final farewell. Oh, thank God. Tired of these fucking Catholics trying to pretend they're Satanist. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking posers. The slayers of fucking Rick Ross of fucking metal music. Anyway, uh, (laughs) there's going to be a no metal fans going to get that at all. They're going to be like, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) So boobs. So okay. No, his, uh, his... For a real answer. Oh, uh, that wasn't the real answer. No, I, I actually just, expected you to be serious. Making a serious. joke, and you guys took it way too far. You guys need to chill <laughs> out. A serious podcast. Titties. <laughs> um, I'd actually, I'd actually have to say all the, uh, the, the excess of Sean Bean. Uh, uh, yeah. Like you guys said at the beginning, it's just, it's pretty much unnecessary. Like, I would have been fine with him showing up and then the cop being like, it's cool, dude, we'll find her, and that being the end of that. I didn't need to see him, like, breaking into the library and almost getting arrested and the cop covering <laughs> up the uh, adoption and that shit. Show me more none. monsters. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It takes you out of the, it takes you out of the film to me. Because um, I want to... I, I, I the town. Yeah, I'm Boring. in Silent Hill. Leave me... I, I'm it, Silent Hill already has to keep you in... While tra- while doing transitions, and so that's a hard enough job as it is because I could see how someone could be like, "Oh, I get taken out every time they do a transition because it's so drastic." But it's even, but but I don't think that would actually bother anyone because it's so much more fucking drastic when they go to fucking Sean Bean shit. Yeah. The only good thing about Sean Bean shit is we get to we get to hang out with the cop, and I like him. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm with fucking Jay. I hate it. It just takes me out of the film. Huh. So, mm. Kenneth, something you did not like about the movie. I think I'm going to go back to what I said before. I really, the little girl, there were just those moments, man, where I'm like, there was something, there was another spot where she's looking up and she's talking, she's talking to damn, uh, to Rose, 
and it's the evil Alyssa, and she's talking up to her, and then she makes this comment where uh, I, I can't remember how the conversation goes, but she looks up and she's like, "Revenge," and she's got this weird little smirk on her face, and I'm just like, "Oh my god, that looked like shit." Yeah, I I, I will say that kind of rolls into my thing I didn't like about the movie is the way they did their exposition with the history lessons. They should have rewrote some of that dialogue because it feels like something I would have heard in a video game. And let's be honest, most dialogue in video games would not transition well to being a movie being told by real life people because it's a different feel. And right. and just the way they do the fucking exposition in this movie it is just like, especially when Alyssa is telling the story of how all of this came to happen. Like they, they put this old filter on it and it's just kind of odd. It, it slows the movie to a fucking crawl. And this movie's already long at like two and two hours and five minutes or some shit. It doesn't feel all that long to me though. It doesn't to me. It does, but it's mostly because of the Sean Bean, uh, parts. The Bean. I, like, I don't want to watch him look through fucking files. Like I don't give a shit. You know what's weird since the whole Silent Hill thing it's like something I just noticed with the whole Silent Hill town and the evil entities and the 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 town knows about it why are you making it so easy to reach the burning the burned files in the orphanage like shouldn't that be locked up in a in a storage center somewhere deep underground Yeah wouldn't he have hidden that like wouldn't he have taken all that and hidden it if he's already hidden so much shit Like they made it very easy and accessible <laughs> Yeah that's a valid. That's a very valid fucking point. He didn't do a good enough job. <laughs> I want his resignation on my desk tomorrow. <laughs> I'll put it right next to the uh, orphanage uh, house. Yeah. That way he can just come back and get it. And... Well, he's gonna be working for the orphanage now because he's not gonna have a fucking job. Uh, he's gonna have to go hook up with the blonde nun from the orphanage. Um. All right. So. <laughs> Sorry, I think it's funny. Uh, let's, let's actually talk about one of the most fucking brutal scenes in this entire movie, the burning of Sybil. Ooh. Oh, oh, so good. The, the effects are fucking good. The fucking, I, I feel like I can't breathe watching that fucking scene. Mm -hmm. Like I can feel the heat. They do such a good job of conveying being burned alive. You're so, you know, when I first saw that scene, uh, when I was younger, I couldn't understand how hot it actually was on her. It looked painful, but I couldn't understand it. Then one day when I was around like a fire pit or a, a thing of heat, that scene instantly came to my mind. And I thought, you know, let me just see how hot I can actually get close to it. And I, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't be near it at all. So just thinking the magnitude of pain that could be, it intrigued me. Yeah, and she doesn't get a break from it either because once you roll her up on top of it, that heat, it's rising mm -hmm. straight onto her. So. It takes her yeah. breath and everything. It's like she's getting cooked, literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to watch her head as she's burning, uh, when you watch her neck stretch out and her skin start to peel, oh, that's the part that scares me. Yeah, I had a yeah. nightmare the other night watching somebody, that I watched somebody get burned alive. Uh, oh. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. We just watched this scene where uh, Rose cuts open the painting to find room 111. Mm -hmm. And that's another scene that just makes you go, in, like, video game-wise, 
makes perfect fucking sense because that is something that would absolutely happen in a video game. You oh I I found a drawing earlier in the where they would keep the room key for room one 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 of someone getting burned burned at the stake and now there's no one 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 but there's a place where one 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 would be and there's a picture of someone fucking burning at a stake. Let me cut this open. Perfect sense in a video game, but watching a movie, you're just like, I don't know if they would put that together. Because there's just such a different feel with a movie compared to a video game. In a movie, that feels like, um, uh, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? Uh, easy writing. It's it's a cop-out almost. like It's convenient in a movie. But in a video game, it's not convenient because you're supposed to be putting together clues to solve puzzles. Like, that's the whole point of the game. But in a movie, it just comes off as convenient. And I, and I think... I think that's why... Like, I, don't, I guess... I'm, maybe I'm stuck too much on why critics didn't like this movie. Because now I'm starting... I'm be like... Well, you, you... Like, you wrote it off as a video game movie without realizing it really is a video game movie. Right. That's it's, what... That's what makes it so great. I I would honestly, I think I got to go with Kenneth. I think this movie is the most faithful, not only faithful adaption of a video game movie, it is the closest a movie has actually been to a video game because it takes camera angles, it takes puzzle solving, except they're solving the puzzles, they're putting it together, and if you're not paying close enough attention, you will miss it or you will call it convenient writing. That's what I'm saying, and I mean, it's like, you know, this movie was made for the fans. That's what it's made for. Right. It's it's made for fans of the game. And I can see where it didn't do majorly fantastic, even though it did make over its budget in the box office. Yeah, it, it almost doubled its budget. Right. Uh, worldwide. It, right. And I, But I can still see to where it didn't do, you know, I mean, number one, it's a horror movie anyway. It's it, So, you know, it's not going to do fucking fantastic. But at the same time, I mean, I, I can see it to a point, but at the same time, this was made for the fans. That's that's exactly what it was made for. The music yeah. is the same. And, the angles are the same. The look is the same. The, the, the basic plot is the same. I mean, everything. Feel. And you know what? How many movies have the balls to be that close to its source material? Very like, many. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Fuck the Watchmen. Anyway. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Uh, I mean, but look at Resident uh, Evil. Look at yeah, Resident it, Evil. It, and it, look uh, at. Can we not look, look at, at Resident Evil for a while? Wait wait, 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 wait. Look at how many people complained about Resident Evil because of how far removed it was from its source material. But yeah, then we get a movie like Silent Hill where it's fucking damn near spot on and people still complain about it. Yeah. Yeah, Resident Evil threw like, out its video it any game closer feel. To the video game, they wouldn't need to show her inventory menu. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god. See, because like with Resident Evil, they they threw away the video game aesthetics and replaced it with action aesthetics. They just want it, it was basically an action movie. Yeah. Um, which works for the later on Resident Evil games like four and up, but it does not work for prior to four because those were survival horror movies while they did use more action than silent hill did they they still like weren't as actiony as the fucking uh movie made it out to be right and to me that's you know don't get me wrong i mean i watch the resident evil movies and i don't mind them 
but I don't after the first one I did not compare it to the source material at all after that because if you do you're going to end up going through the whole series being pissed off I did go through the whole series being pissed off right so you know you're a perfect example of what I'm talking about poor Jay I mean there was things I liked but there's definitely more things I didn't like I've only seen like I know I've seen the first two and I may have seen the third one. I've watched all, but of I can't them, remember. Fortunately, I've watched all of them. And and see the way I look at it is, you know, I look at I look at the first Resident Evil movie. It's just just an action shooter zombie movie. That's all. So it is. the first Resident Evil was a great side story to the first game. I was like, okay, cool. They're gonna go with this kind of like parallel thing. I could definitely see like after like after this one's done taking place, the first game takes place. You know, they go in. But then they just threw that all to hell, and they they ruined a lot of characters. Yeah. All right. So let's let's get into the ending of this movie. Um, okay. Again. Uh. Well, let's <laughs> let's let's dive into it now. Like we talked about it a little bit, but let's let's like really get I into. I think we talked uh, about it a lot. I, yeah, I guess we did. Well, we but, talked about the very end of it. We we haven't really discussed yeah, I'm ta- the maim and brutality at... of barbed wire. Well, yeah, we could talk with that. Yes. Mm. Let's talk barbed so wires. Uh, burned adult Alyssa rises up from a hole in the ground. By the way, that fucking makeup looks so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when and... you looking up at her in the bed, man, I was just like, oh, wow. And she's kind of smiling as she turns away. Right. Yeah, I love when uh, the razors are killing everyone, and you just see little Dark Alyssa just kind of dancing around. Oh yeah, I, mean, I thought like, like she's dancing in the rain when the blood's falling down on her. Yes, <laughs> I actually thought that was pretty fucking funny. Um, so th- this ending is pretty brutal. Uh, the CGI is okay, um, b- but considering it was two thousand six, it's it's re- it's it's pretty fucking solid. The only reason why I give it more of a pass than I normally would is because there's so much shit going on that you really don't have time to focus on it directly. Right. It's going so fast. There's so many scenes and clips. And right. Yeah. I mean, because it's like you can tell that it's CGI. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's not a, like looking directly at a character. You know, like I watched Tron last night, the legacy, Tron legacy, which I actually like the movie. But I really liked it. You say what? I like that one, too. Right, but but at the same time, I mean, you look at the CGI on young Flynn's face. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. Yeah, it's, or like when terrible. you use CGI to take off a mustache, you know? Yeah, it's, that's an uh, issue. Yeah, so so my point is, is that damn, since there's so much shit going on and there's so much action, you don't really have a time to the time to think to yourself, man, that CGI looks like shit. Because you don't. Yeah, have no, time. I I agree with you. It it is kind of actually hard to fucking to really sit there and and you'd have to really want to nitpick it to go into it. I mean, it's just like I just saw some barbed wire go into this goddamn you know raging cunt leader bitch is a, a cult leader bitch's fucking vagina and saw her get tore in half. I'm really yeah. not caring about the CGI right now. And that for sure was <laughs> a fucking fantastic homage to Evil Dead, by the way. Yeah. It was, it was so, and every so hentai funny. ever. Yeah. <laughs> True. Can't argue that. Uh, but yeah, that like Dark Alyssa being able to enter through Rose to actually like help do this because you got to think at the end of the day, 
Alyssa gets her revenge, whether that's a, depending on how you look at it, whether you look at Alyssa as good or bad with what happened to her, like evil wins against evil in this movie. Pretty much. Because like, like there's no happy ending to this movie because you really don't know. Like we talked about earlier, we really don't know what happened with Rose and Sharon. We don't know where they're at. We don't know really what it fully means and fucking every everyone that a from the the cult is dead fucking sybil's dead and sybil was the best person in this whole fucking movie as for like being a good person dolly is alive <laughs> uh yeah i get dolly is alive but she's still stuck in silent hill yeah but she's got her daughter now they can enjoy all the lost time I don't really Does call she? it. Yeah, but her daughter's still a, a a fucking burn victim that's got to be hooked to machines to to stay alive, basically. Yeah, I don't but really still. call it evil against evil, even though that's essentially what it is. I call it more of fucking uh, vengeance against stupidity. Well, it's still a revenge story, but it's like when you watch movies and they talk about revenge turning you in, like wanting revenge so bad that it turns you into something evil. That's basically what we have here in, in that like, like Yoda. Uh, Yoda. <laughs> oh, never mind. I get what you're saying. Yoda. Ta- so I was thinking about I'm like, when did Yoda want revenge so bad? He turned fucking evil. But that's not, but he was actually talking about Yoda actually preaches revenge will turn you bad. You can't right, right, right. do that. Uh, but for a second, I was like, oh, shit. Was Yoda fucking like, like revenge plotting some motherfuckers? No, he uh, just you know he but, just he yeah. just sets Jedi temples on fire. Yeah, he just fucks people up like that. Uh, <laughs> he's like a fucking Norwegian Jedi. Yeah, spoiler um, spoiler alert for anybody out there that hasn't seen the most recent Star Wars movie. If you wouldn't have said that, no one would have known what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but um, at this point, you should have seen the fucking movie. Yeah, either that or you have no interest in seeing the movie, and it probably doesn't matter to you. Yeah, because it's not like it's some hidden fucking gem of a movie. It's fucking Star Wars amazing um i yeah i i enjoyed it so yeah that's but that is something to say about this movie like regardless of who you're rooting for no one wins it's a very fucking like downbeat ending for everyone involved and i love that and yeah it it fucking works so well and and it does it shows you like because i just finished watching uh full metal alchemist brotherhood and there's a character that goes through that whole thing of uh, revenge being like being like you're so stuck on your revenge that it's it's turning you evil. It's turning you bad. And that's what happens in the movie. Evil turns her bad like like and that's the thing is all of her innocence was taken out of her and put into Sharon and then all of her evil was put into Dark Alyssa, Alyssa but all yet her, her hate yeah, yeah, yeah. All of I guess I should say all of her hate got put into there, and it kind of made me go, "Well, what's actually left in 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 the fucking body?" Like, if you take away the hate and you take away the innocence. Well, well, all right. So you got you got Sharon, which is the the what the good part that's left, and then you've got you've got Dark Alyssa, which is the evil entity, the demon per se, mm-hmm. and then you've got the hatred. And everything that is fueling the demon, which is come, which is coming directly from Alyssa in the bed. Yeah, you're right. Because Dark Alyssa is just a form. Because Dark, right. because Dark, Dark Alyssa says I go by many names. I'm assuming she goes by many forms. Right. You know, she when 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 the hate 
started it started manifesting itself in small ways and then damn you know fucking the demon comes and fucking basically amplifies what's already being started to, starting to manifest itself yeah yeah pretty much um i mean you see what hot what happened to that hot you know nurse. dual dual haired nurse yeah she got fucked up just for wanting to take a peek yep that's what you get motherfucker uh yeah, so the the fucking just such a downbeat idiot. I wanted to bring up a theory and, and see if any of y'all thought about this or or have heard about it or what. But um, doesn't make any sense. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, the theory that uh they actually got in a car wreck. And no 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 no. None of the that's such the that's such a cheap psychological like cop out. That they've been dead the whole time. Like, that's not how Silent Hill works. That's not how any of the games are. It's way different. Well, to me, I think it does hold some sway as a possibility just because Silent Hill technically could be a form of hell. Yeah, but see, I don't, I I agree with Jay. I don't think, I don't think it's death per se. I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't really think it is, but I do think that some form of tragic event always causes the again to use the same term the amplification of everything that's going on in silent hill there has to be some form of tragic event you know uh the in this case for the movie the tragic event started off with you know uh the little girl getting barbecued because they thought she was a witch and then later on that the the, the you know the mom and her going up to silent hill and then you know, whatever tragic event happened at that moment, because it's never really clear, but it shows that they're having an accident. But I think that's kind of like their, their accident is kind of like the doorway into, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's kind of hard to, uh, but then again, you know, it's kind of hard to describe because I really don't fucking know. Yeah. You People know, just end up there. And it, now they're in limbo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's the thing. If they wouldn't have been such shitty witch burners, they wouldn't have had this problem. This this town has been burning witches since before it had a name and had none of these issues, but they had to fuck up and, and not fully kill the girl, which they should have fucking done, and then they wouldn't have had this problem. But that but, in itself shows the strength of this girl's spirit. Because think about it, man. I mean, damn, she went through a whole lot more than old Sybil did, and Sybil died. Yeah. Here's the other thing. Like, when you read, like, the description of this movie, it talks about uh, Alyssa being born a, a with psychic abilities. But they, I don't, they never really show that in the movie. Like, they don't really explain why everyone thinks she's a witch, besides the fact that I do believe they make a mention of her being born out of wedlock. Right. They say something about her not having a dad, but other than that, they don't really Yeah, but they don't ever say... Else. Yeah, they don't ever say anything about, like, uh, fucking psychic abilities or any other kind of witch forms. Mm-mm. And yet, I've so many descriptions I saw of this movie, like, brought up the fact that, that she's psychic. Uh, yeah, and I, and I didn't see anything about it, man. Because, like I said, I mean, I think everybody was just picking on her because she was different, you know? Because they said they made they made they made some comment at some point in time about her being, like, the sweetest girl or something like that, but nobody could see past... Uh, could see past the fact that she was born without a dad or something. Because her mom's a whore. Yeah, well, right. Colin saw, saw past it. Hey, she did look kind of hot with that red hair, though. Yeah. I mean, All right, I well, okay, well, uh, let's get a great some... shot of her ass in the third Highlander movie. Ah, well, let's get... Wait, of the little girl? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jerry. 
<laughs> what? I didn't know. Maybe he's on Team Colin. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> that wow. was fucked up. Uh, all right, let's get some. Let's... Bastard. Yeah, this podcast is over. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll be on Podbean from now on. Fuck. Next I'm episode is on off video another games. podcast, aren't I? Uh, have a good I day. <laughs> no, we're not kicking you off. We're just ending the episode. That's it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's let's get, let's get in some final thoughts about this. Uh, Jay, what are your final thoughts about Silent Hill? Sometimes when your family is fighting, you just need to step up and not be so bad. Those are Jerry's final thoughts. Uh, that was a terrible, <laughs> terrible Jerry Springer impression that I was trying to do there. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. For a video game movie, it is definitely uh, one of the best. I still think Postal is a little bit better, but mainly because of the fucked up jokes, especially the one at the beginning. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely one of the best video game movies ever made. It's super accurate. The imagery is fantastic. The care that the creators took in making this one is just it's evident throughout the whole thing and it's one of my favorites to watch as discussed in the uh top 10 horror movies of all time episode where it won a runner-up spot and made it on kenneth's list so kenneth what's your final words on silent hill uh virtually a redo of everything that i've said so far uh <laughs> it's a fantastic fucking movie i think it's great i mean there's a couple of little things here and there but you know not every movie made is perfect so you know other than that i mean it's great captures everything about the game that i think is important and uh it's one of those that'll always be you know close to my heart i mean it's a great fucking movie it's done very well and i think the dude that did it christoph gans i think that he didn't get credit where he deserved it because he did an amazing fucking job I uh, I agree with you there. Um, Reese, final thoughts, Silent Hill. Well, I'm actually <laughs> kind of mad now because Kenneth took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say the exact God, same thing. Y'all go you get put those room. back. I, I, I would love to. Reese, you give me the word, honey, and we'll go get a room. <laughs> I want to put some stuff back in your mouth. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. Speechless. <laughs> um... But yeah, what I was what I was gonna say was the pretty much the exact same thing, only I was going to say that uh, you know I I give credit to where credit is due, and I give Christoph Gans Gans you know that credit for you know being dedicated to making this close to the game as possible by researching and playing the games and trying to give the feel back into all the fans as a Silent Hill fan myself. You know that to hope that once they watch this, they will feel nostalgic and feel like they're back in the game again. You know, as when you play that game for the first time. Fair enough. I got. I got to say, I, one. I think it's a fantastic horror movie. Um, I, I think there are brutal scenes in it. There are creepy scenes in it. It's 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 one of the best video game adaptions ever. But I will say this: if you don't like horror video games or you don't like video games or you don't like silent hill or you not even you don't like them but you just don't have any like expertise in the area or like or any knowledge of the area i think that can affect your viewing of this movie and i think you when watching this movie you need to keep in mind that it is based off a video game and it's and it runs like a video game 
And I think that's why so many people, because I, I I recently saw people, like when Kenneth chose it for his top 10, I saw people say, I can't believe that's in his top 10. And that they were like, oh, it's like a six out of 10 movie at best. And I, I think it's just because those people don't have uh, the video game side of it to them. And if that's the case, I completely understand it because they're not going to look at it in the same eyes as someone like Kenneth or Reese or Jay because they don't have that video game side of it. And while I didn't play the video games, I have a knowledge and an expertise in video games so I can understand it and I can see it from that. So as for like regular horror fans or critics or just or anyone having the complaints of the the store being a little muddled, I, I can give it to them. I can be like, okay, I can see where you don't understand it completely. I can see complaints about the story, but even if a, a horror fan has not played or a single video game in their life, not even a Silent Hill game, a single video game in their life, how they could overlook the fantastic camera work, the fantastic music, and the amazing effects and the ending and still say this is a, a bad movie? Well, that I, that's that's crazy to me. I don't know how anybody who is a fan of horror in general can look at this and say overall it's a bad movie with everything good about it. Yeah, I agree with you because the cinematography, the the just in general, the atmosphere of the movie, the effects in the movie, the monsters in the movie, the, the fucking brutality of the movie, to me, all of that outweighs some shoddy acting, some... Uh, mediocre dialogue uh it, it really overshadows that and i can understand understand how some people may not like the final ending past like all the razor blades where you know they walk into the house shit i can see how someone wouldn't like that but i i i agree i don't see how a horror fan does not you know like this movie but i but like i said most people have seen like give it a six or above out of ten i could i could understand that from people who aren't fans of the game yeah, but if you're giving this, uh, if you're giving this movie under a five, I I I, do, I really don't know why. And I, if you do rate this movie under a five out of ten, I'd love to know why. Like, leave it in the comments. Like, tell me if it's because you just don't get it. Tell me, do you have any history with the video game? Do you have any history with horror video games in general? Like, or do you just play Call of Duty or or Tetris? Like, what's your background? And how do you think that affects your viewing of this movie? Because I do believe the more you have background in that, the more enjoyable this movie is. Do you think that when people heard that this movie was coming out and whatever, you know how you've got those certain, that, that group of people that, that have heard stories about how awesome Silent Hill is and something like that, and they fabricated this idea in their head but yet have never played the games, but they've but they've heard their friends or their buddies or or or, or somebody that, that has hung around me or hung around Jay or whatever or hung around Reese, whoever, and, and, and they've heard us talk up and hype the game so much, but yet that person never played it. And then when they saw the movie, it wasn't what they expected it to be based on the hype that was given by fans of the games. So that could be the reason why they didn't like it. Does that oh, yeah, make for sense? Sure. For sure. Yeah, hundred percent. You can't you can't slay a hype beast, and th- and that's a problem because if you if like if I if I take what like Kenneth and Reese and Jay say about the videos, amazing atmosphere. Uh, a great mystery, a great story, really creepy monsters. And they watch this movie and they don't like, to me, it fits all of those. This, uh, with the dialogue being pop, like, 
I think the dialogue affects the story as it's told, but I don't like, I, I don't see, I don't really feel like those descriptions should hyped it up so bad without any knowledge of the film or without any knowledge of the video game. Because what are you basing your expectations on? If they're just like, oh, it's creepy. Well, this movie is, is fucking creepy. The atmosphere. Well, this movie has atmosphere. The monsters. This movie has fucking awesome monsters. They do such a fucking good job. Uh, so I, if you hyped yourself so far, then I guess you're probably one of those people that for every movie, like your expectations are so high and you are probably more disappointed at every movie you see than I was when I watched the first Transformers live action movie. <laughs> like I hate the word hype. As of late, people saying it doesn't live. I'm not even talking about this anymore. Now I'm just going off on a fucking rant in general. Oh, go ahead. In, in horror movie groups and in in regular movie groups, it didn't live up to the hype. It was overhyped. How does people, any group of people, any amount of people saying they liked or dislike a movie change your opinion of that movie? I don't understand that. I, I don't get it as a concept, and it may just be because of the way my brain works. Uh, most like, of the time, I'm a very logic-based person, so sometimes I have a hard time understanding concepts that other people do. But I just like if you tell me it's a good movie, I don't like. I, there's a lot of people I have that I, if someone tells me it's a good movie, there's a few people in my life that they tell me it's a good movie and I should watch it. I will watch it regardless of what I think about it. But I don't form an opinion before I've seen it based on that. Like if a bunch of people say a movie is great, I will watch it to form my own opinion, but I won't watch it with it, an expectation that it's the most amazing movie I've ever seen. Everybody is different. Movies are subjective. There's no way that I can allow somebody else's opinion or feelings on a movie to affect me, my viewing experience past the point of me saying, maybe I should watch this movie because X amount of people said it was good. Yeah. I feel like, um, cause there's a, let's be correct. There is a difference between, being misled by a trailer which which has been a problem recently and we won't get into that because whether the trailer is misleading to you or not is a different story but it has been something we have dealt with recently like with the big example being um it comes at night it comes at night uh and how and like how it was misleading but here's the thing i feel like a like hipster might be a new term but the biggest thing people give hipsters shit for with being like anti-mainstream has been something that's always happened there's always been a group of people who like just cannot like something because it's a mainstream thing oh i can't like this because everyone loves it and so i can't be into it i have to i have to be against the grain i have to be against the norm for this just for the sake of it damn millennials yeah Uh, but like i'm saying this has happened well before millennials this is something that's always been there and it's not damn millennials at that point it's damn rebels Rebels without applause who think it's it's cool that they don't like things and they're like oh that movie wasn't worth the hype or like with people who didn't like uh the 2017 it oh it didn't live up to the hype it didn't live up to the hype that's your fucking fault not the movie's fault you set your expectations super high based off of other people's feelings than your own you either should have not watched anything or listened to anything, which would have been fucking basically impossible. Or you should have been like, okay, they really like it. I don't know if I'm going to really, really like it. So but Take so, yourself down. Like, for instance, Kenneth was not as big of a fan of the 2017 It movie. 
and it wasn't it didn't have to do with hype it had to do with his love of the source material well yeah but but at the same time i mean and what i was going into with that is that at the end of it at the end of the day after i watched the movie if after i watched the movie i say that i don't think it deserved the hype that it got is that kind of flowing into the same thing i i think or is is that different? yes well no i think it is the same thing it's just now like because it's basically the same thing saying it didn't live up to the hype or it didn't deserve that hype yeah, it, I mean, to because, me it's the because, same thing except it's more level-headed because you're just like eh i just don't i i think people were hyping it up too much i don't think it was as as good as everyone say it is i think it's a more level approach to it yeah, as because, compared because to when I, got done, when I got done with that movie that's exa- that's pretty much exactly what i said where i was just like i just don't understand why people went all gaga over it I mean, it was, it was, it was a typical, you know, it it was pretty typical, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and you know, that's me leaving alone the, the, the far-fetched, how far-fetched it got away from the source material at moments, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, that's exactly the way I felt about it. I was just like, I don't, I don't understand. It, It wasn't that I don't think that movie deserved it really. It was that I don't understand why people did that. So it kind of could be true to the same thing, but I don't know. And for see, for me, I did. I think it lived up to the hype that everyone brought it to. I, I thought it, it it hit exactly where I wanted to hit, and I had some few problems with the movie, but I still felt like it was it, it lived up to the hype. And so, and that's thing. I think. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say, not you, Kenneth. This isn't specifically about you, but I feel like people use. Uh, I don't understand the hype, or it didn't live up to the hype as a way of slyly trying to put down the movie, because to me, there's a difference of saying that than saying, I just didn't like the movie. Like, it's cool if you, I don't care what movies you like or dislike. You don't have to have the same taste as me. It doesn't change my experience because you hated the movie, but saying it didn't live up to the hype is just a, a ruder way of saying, I didn't like the movie. Without giving a reason why. Right. It's, your, your reason why is there was too much hype. And it's like, Okay, so okay, the reason okay, why is now. that you let others opinion, other people's opinions set your bar high. That's your own fault. That's that's not the movie's fault. Like if you don't like the movie and you have reasons why you think it's a bad movie, bad dialogue or bad CGI or, or a fucking terrible story, plot holes, or it's just not what you're into because like you're I don't know you're a white supremacist but you still watch Get Out for some fucking reason. <laughs> uh, like oh God, of course you didn't streets. like the fucking movie. Um, <laughs> oh man. Uh, like, like, our, I can't like, say that the thing I'm that bothers guilty. me the most of what being a white supremacist. No, because <laughs> oh. Get Out was fucking an amazing movie. Uh, no, I can't. Fucking I, Jerry's team, Colin. You're a white supremacist. We're fucked. No more. No, I said Kenneth was team Colin, <laughs> and he's a white supremacist. All right, no, what I was gonna say is, is I can't say that I'm not guilty of of in in, in times past where I've like I the the hype is what fueled me to want to go see a movie i can't say that i'm not guilty of that and then being disappointed afterwards i can't say that i haven't done that before because i have there have been moments where it was like you know the and i can't i can't give a specific but you know it's a negative so you know if i'm not giving a specific it really doesn't fucking matter because i'm admitting that i did something fucked up but damn there have been moments where i've went and and i've seen a movie solely based on the fact that it damn you know everybody was like oh it's fucking amazing and blah 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 and then when i got there i was fucking disappointed i I mean that has happened before i've done it yeah no it happens to everyone i just think but you have to realize your responsibility in it and the problem is is a lot of people who, who use those phrases 
don't accept their personal responsibility in the incident. And that that's more along the lines of what Jay is bringing up is these people using it as a crutch to, to rid themselves of any wrongdoing that they didn't do this to themselves and they did. And that's the issue that we're bringing up. Not only that, but just uh, like every, every fandom has entitled people. But if you're in like a generic horror group, you are going to see the most entitled oh, motherfuckers possible. It doesn't matter. Are you entitled video game group entitled, uh, gone with the wind fan group? It doesn't matter what the group is. You are going to see these entitled people who, who give out these opinions that are just fucking worthless. And these people couldn't create a fucking thing to save their life because they don't have an ounce of creativity. And so all they do is, is criticize shit and talk shit and complain just to fucking complain. And, and I see Jay, for some reason, fucking responding to these people all the time. <laughs> I can't help horror it. Groups. I, can't I, I, just, I don't ever respond. I, I, I laugh know, on it and I just I fucking know, ignore it. I can't fucking help it. I'm just like, Ugh. why are you dumb? Don't be dumb. Yeah. So <laughs> I like that. Why uh, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> to quote Philip DeFranco, don't be stupid, stupid. So yeah, anyway, I with just, that being said, I hate it. we'll, we'll I have to do a whole episode on just on shit we complain. Yeah. All right. Well, so we're going to get out of here, guys. Uh, thank you for watching. Uh, or not watching. Uh, well, unless you're on YouTube. Thank you for watching. Uh, thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Originally, this episode was supposed to be in March. And March was going to be our video game uh, month. But it actually, this might actually come at the very end of March or the beginning of April. So it's not really going to be a month. But our next episode after this should be uh, our recommendation for horror video games. So yeah, hopefully that'll be a fun will, one for you. You'll get some guys. stuff some stuff for that if you're not into video games you might not get into it and if you skip it that's fine it's kind of like our anime double feature episode it's a hit or miss kind of thing with a step in a little bit little bit further out there than normal we need to do uh, another anime episode that i'm part of we we will um very soon we will be for our boy trinity sutherland we will be doing a anime double feature of vampire hunter d and vampire hunter d bloodlust oh yeah always a good so, reason to watch more vampire under d yeah so shout out to my boy trin because he's fucking awesome yeah uh, you're the og group. fan yo and yeah join his group on a queen vampire Woo. yeah join his group uh now listening for if you want to post about podcasts you're listening to it's fucking awesome and uh check us out on youtube check us out on patreon uh where we doing all kind of bonus shit uh I will have to figure out how we're going to do video commentaries in the future because of us hosting our own thing now. It's audio only. But I've got some ideas. I'll test them out, play if with them. If you have some ideas, feel free to drop them in the comments or on our Facebook page. We're always open for suggestion. Very true. Um, and uh, buy a Kill the Cash shirt. Those are fucking balling. They are balling. Uh, they're fucking I'm gonna, fantastic. I'm going to bring one to a horror convention. I'm going to give it to a celebrity. I'm going to make them take a picture with me. It's like, all right, how much money to get you to wear the shirt and take a picture with me? And I'm like, look, this guy loves them. You should love yeah, them too. Wear this, you <laughs> motherfucker. Um, so check out all that. And uh, check out our Facebook group. Come join us. We're always talking shit in there. We're posting polls. Uh, it's a fucking super fun time. So we will see y'all soon uh, here probably. Uh, like I said, this episode is either going to come out late March or early April. Other than that, y'all have a fantastic fucking time. Let's, uh, Jay, do you have any parting words? 
Uh, I want to give a shout out. Uh, the other day, I posted in one of these horror groups that I wanted. Uh, I wanted suggestions for content that people wanted to see on YouTube, because the easiest way to get popular on YouTube is make content people want to watch. Uh, I didn't post any links to our stuff because I wasn't trying to circumvent the no advertising rule, but a few people asked me for them, and we've kind of had a surge of new membership in the group and on the fan page. So shout out to you guys that were actually interested in checking out uh, a horror podcast and legitimately listened to us. Uh, thanks, guys. and Lee. Yeah, for sure. And if uh, you're coming over from the Married with Children podcast because you like horror movies or you just really love me, don't worry. I'm always connected with my inner Steve. Uh, Kenneth, do you have any parting words? Kenneth? Did you die, Kenneth? <laughs> Kenneth is dead. I miss well, him. Well, that's it. Silent Hill broke <laughs> Kenneth. He's, he's in he's, limbo. He's, he's being stuck. fucked by Pyramid Head he's, right wait, now. He's in my mirror. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reese, do you have any parting words? Get hype. Get hype. <laughs> get hype, Clegane Bowl? That's my new tattoo. I'm getting it. Get hype. I'm all about that, that get hype, Clegane Bowl. Uh... And as for me, thank you for joining us. Thank you for supporting us. And uh, I can't wait to see what you people think of Silent Hill in the, in the Facebook group. We will see y'all next time uh, for Kill the Cast. My name is Jerry. We love you all. And uh, don't burn witches at the stake. Ooh, okay? I fucking, oh, a bowl fucking sucks. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> He's in Coming out of nowhere. All right. We are out of here, guys. We will see you next time on Kill the Cast.
Thank you.